Starbeams Audio. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello, folks. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity. My name is John Boy. It is John Boy time. This is a show about weirdos. I am joined, as ever, by BJ Jizzy Jeff. Of course, it is Delroy Himbo, Aaron Joseph Pita. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've heard both of those before. I got one for you. Do you? Uh, Johnny Coxville? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Horan Zivon? (laughs) Okay, okay. Salvador Daddy? That's okay. Salvador Daddy. All right. Not bad. Not bad. So that's what I got right now. It's no, it's Del- pretty, it's it's pretty no, no Delroy Himbo, I'll tell you that. Delroy Himbo's pretty good. Yeah. What about uh, <clears throat> Tiny Fister? Oh, I like that. Mm. Hold me closer, Tiny Fister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's um, like a carny thing. You got knocked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and of course, to your right, my left is uh, the French pretension enhancement, Matt Rousseau, the uh, Cape God, Cape God. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, was, that's really the best one. It's really the it's Cape really God, good. Cape God is really just like just fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's you know, it's a uh, the goat of goatsy. <laughs> we talked about that before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Next, I think <laughs> that's I'm where, the goat. See, remember next Patreon, I'll tell you guys all about goatsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, the, you are um, the. Lemon party, huh? Chairman, <laughs> you know, lemon party, yeah. Okay, what about um, <laughs> tub girl? If you believe in gender, oh no, I don't know that one. You know, tub girl, yeah, you know, tub I'm probably I'm probably good without knowing. You know, oh, tub really? girl. If there's a tub involved, I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, there's a tub involved. Yeah. God. Overtime. It's kind of a background character, but it's Ooh. also essential to the scene. Yeah, it's more of the canvas. <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. Um, it's projectile diarrhea. Cool. <laughs> you spilled kind you of spilled like a geyser. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you said I don't want to know. Well, I'm not showing it to you yet. All right. Just picture it. Hey, tell me I know it. Dude, yeah. you know Tom Girl. You've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. Okay, I, I guess. You, lo- I, you love it. Shut up. <laughs> Never saw Two Girls, One Cup. I escaped that one. Oh, I mean, these ones were just websites? No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Girl was just a still. The Willpower yeah. was a great one. Which one is that? That's the one where they're playing the Orgasmo song that's like, now you're a man, and the guy's sucking in his own dick with a backwards hat on. Because oh. he has the willpower. Right, but it's just a picture, right? It's like a, it's an animated GIF. Yeah. Mm, mm. And uh, it's screaming that song out of your speakers while it happens, too. Oh, thank God. That's um, pretty cool, man. Yeah. yeah I mean, I got, so am I. I got my friend Ellen Johnson from Wisconsin to look at it on the school computer once. She was very upset with me. Ellen Johnson yeah. from Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was quite quite perturbed. Huh. Um, yeah, imagine being at college and you're watching a guy suck his own dick while that song is screaming and everybody's turning around and you just look nuts. I was really proud of that moment. <laughs> well, I mean, you were sucking your own dick. Yeah. No, it's not me sucking. Yeah, I know. You don't usually cool wear hats. Now I'm sucking my own yeah. dick about the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, tilt uh, your mic up a little bit. And turn your hat backwards. Yeah, you it. said it. You don't want the brim to hit <laughs> the <laughs> shaft. I'll put, some, I'll put some shades on it. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, we've been blessed, gentlemen, with mm-hmm. a, uh, Discord, uh, unofficial official Discord, mm-hmm. uh, by the patrons on Patreon. Of course, Patreon, extra episode of 
the PP boys, yeah. uh, uh, one one per week, mm-hmm. uh, an extra four per month, mm-hmm. and uh, we have a whole bunch of fun. Uh, we made a new stupid character last week. That was real fun. Yep. Yeah, uh, we did uh, the kind of uh, the Russian, the con- the uh, <laughs> you know, Soviet version of uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah Doc and Marty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just gotta go. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah. bust it out after a couple of seltzes. God, it was really <laughs> fucking stupid. It was very dumb, yeah. and yeah. Um, you know. But uh, yeah, so the Discord server. Uh, if you join the Patreon. There's a different link posted per month by uh, uh, Phil and uh, Vera and uh, yeah. uh, who else is in charge over there? Uh, Stumblebird. Stumblebird. And, and, and who skip. Are, yeah. skip. And please post another one. The one that I tried is expired. Oh, right. Well, stop at the hard sell. <laughs> well, guys, I mean, this stuff's in high demand. It's, you know, it's, you just it's, d- decided to log in right now. As soon as I heard about it. And now, now <laughs> the, the, the link doesn't work. As soon as I heard about it. You heard about it on the last Patreon. <laughs> I didn't know that there was a link. We opened up the last Patreon. <laughs> We're talking about it. <laughs> I know that now. <laughs> My turn. I did, I did watch uh, 8 Million Ways to Die last night, uh, 1986. Jeff Bridges, Roseanne Arquette. Mm hmm. And he straight up said, I know that now. And I was just like, I know that now. You weren't there. And I was like, man, I wish I wish Aaron was here so we could share this moment of just bad, bad, bad exposition Dude, writing. Mm. I know that now. And my turn are just like. My turn is. Yeah. Is, my turn. My turn is mm-hmm. real bad. Yeah, that's a bad one. Uh, it's uh, I hope one day I get into some sort of. Let's say a firefight uh, with lasers or something like that. Yeah, and I will. Be damn sure not to say my turn. You know when the only time my turn is good is? When you're playing Monopoly? No. What? <laughs> well, it's his turn. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so baffled by the stupidity of the question. Uh, when um, Harvey Dent says it in The Dark Knight. It's when he when he's when he, he points the gun to shoot himself. Yeah. Because my turn is always used as you, I'm gonna get you. Now. I attack you. You attack me a bunch. Yeah. And then once you're done, yeah. I get ready to attack you, and I say my turn. That's right. how it's always used in this. But they flip it on its head. They do. They flip it on its own face. <laughs> um, and uh, nice. and it's great because he's looking at the going. He's just going like my turn. He looks all fucking nuts. It's it's great. Yeah. That's the only good use of my turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, or myturn.gov, which would uh, allow you to get your vaccines. Oh, yeah. yeah there you go. Mm, my turn. <laughs> yeah, wow. They really made his fucking consumers in that one. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My turn. <laughs> my turn. Hey, God, they have to make it selfish for us to want to save our own lives. Yeah. It's my turn. Mm. Um, <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, I, 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 I was uh, talking to uh, my friend, the handsome Joe Latchett. Hey. Oh. Uh, nice guy. Yes. Latch uh, it up. <laughs> and uh, he said, he goes, he goes, I think this might be more of a Matt profile. I was like, oh, what, you mean, it, like, it'll be better if he does it? <laughs> fuck <Yeah>. you, Joe. <laughs> hey, nice guy. Hey, hey fuck Joe. you, Joe. Hey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I really got to say, I enjoyed this conversation, but I really got to say, fuck you, Joe. <laughs> um, but I got really into the story, which I think he got from a book for his son, the very handsome Wilson Joseph Latchett. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a neat fucking like heartwarming story. But then I got really into the background of it. And uh, it's, a, it's a, a great counterpoint to, uh, of course, um, the three-part uh, series we did on the aviator, Howard, Howard Hughes. That's right. Uh-huh. 
Um, Philanderer. Mm-hmm. Billionaire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Drug th- th- this would be this would be the uh, the polar opposite of that. Um, and it is about um, the uh, the two uh, gentlemen that were the, the first to fly uh, across country as a uh, 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 black aviators with 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 twenty five dollars in their pocket, leaving Los Angeles. And for, uh, for a nonstop, like a, a, the first to fly cross country nonstop. Oh, they had to stop. There was no money. <laughs> no money. So, so, so there. Well, the planes don't run on money. <laughs> but gas costs money. R- that's what I'm getting. So, did they, you think they had air support? Well, that's what I'm. That's why I'm getting. That's what I'm getting. You at. thought there were other planes keeping them afloat in the air? Well, some planes have the tanks. Yeah. No, this is yeah. this is this is way back. That's uh, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I know. Just save your stupid questions for like two minutes in. Well, explain them. <laughs> Explain him. Well, I mean, sometimes they're like, oh, the first nonstop flight across the country. I mean, no, it's not nonstop. I never said it was nonstop. Right. Okay. <laughs> so there's no, like, you can't even, like, learn to fly as a black man, you know? Um, and Well, you can't have him flying uh, uh, I mean, uh, in this uh, country. Unless it's war. Yeah. All right. So this is, what, 1920? This would be... Um, uh, when when they when they would leave Los Angeles, it would be 1932. Got it. Okay, and um, the uh, you know um, the, the James uh, Herman Banning, um, he uh, he was just into it from the Wright brothers, you know, growing up, and uh, he uh, he was in uh, you know, the, no flight school, of course, is going to let a, a, a colored man, and. Um, you basically could grab, you know, a, a, like a white teacher, right? And so he did that. Um, and then you could get some, uh, like, one-off gigs, you know, uh, doing, um, say, if you're taking around, like, uh, politicians or something like that. Um, I think he he, uh, he flew uh, the first elected uh, black member of Congress. Oh, um, yeah, okay. That makes and uh, But before all this... Um, was uh, the first colored woman, right? And she she uh, she flew with like an old Jenny plane, right? What's that? Um, the like uh, biplane type of J- thing? yeah, JN fourteen, I think it was. Um, but yeah, she, I mean, fuck, she uh, that was uh, Bessie Coleman. Okay, and so basically, like a, like a flight society to, to get uh, you know black folks more into aviation at the time was launched in her name after after she died in a plane crash. But uh, she came up um, in you know the shit. Wow, this would be like twenty one. She she went to France to learn because she couldn't learn here, right, right. and um, that was kind of bankrolled by. Um, the publisher of the Chicago Defender, hmm. and the uh, sh- black newspaper, yeah, yeah, out of Chicago, and yeah. so and it's like po- it's right after World War One, right? And so that's a thing where, um, you know, there was the Chicago Defender also just gets like in this time this rep as you know the first big black paper, and then it's like you know it's going down to the south because it's 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 news for black people, mm-hmm. right? And all these people are getting out of, you know, the KKK's way and the Jim Crow South and, you know, still horrible segregation and stuff. And um, 
so then it, it, it has opportunities for uh, people that are like black business owners in Chicago because then they're like, I have, you know, uh, one of the guys who started one of the first black banks also paid for her mm-hmm. to go to France and learn how to fly because he owned property. And then all these black folks are coming up from the South and then he's able to, you know, <laughs> fill all of his apartment buildings and, and like mm-hmm. businesses and stuff, you yeah. know? Well, yeah, it was, a, it was a great migration around that time. Yeah, it was just great. It was. <laughs> and and what was her, how did she get into flying? I mean, what, what was it that made her so, uh, did she reach out to these folks to, to, to like ask to get, to, to France to fly or like what was it that made her famous or, or uh, she was you know, she kind of bounced around um, you know, from like Oklahoma which was still not even a state then and Texas sharecroppers uh, 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 in Texas um, I think she um, she got to go to college for like one term before like her money ran out and she uh-huh. had to go home and um, you know uh, like I said she's like a, a quarter uh, I believe Cherokee and uh, then her, her mother was black and, you know, her dad was, was half black. Thirteen kids, nine survived. Um, and they went to Waxahachie, Texas, uh, lived as sharecroppers. Uh, and she was in a she she would walk four miles to school. Uh, it was a, a one room segregated still classroom. Um, <laughs> I want you to picture an imaginary line. <laughs> yeah. Right down the middle like, of the classroom. And like, nothing is too absurd yeah. for segregation. Yeah. And she uh, excelled at math. She was uh, extremely gifted. And um, uh, the the dad, uh, George, went back to Oklahoma um, to you know get more work, and the family did not. And um, she was accepted into a uh, Baptist church uh, school on scholarship. Uh, so then, yeah, she went to the... Um, Oklahoma Colored Agricultural and Normal University in Langston, Oklahoma, <laughs> and did one term, and then uh, she went to Chicago when she was 23. That's 1915. She lived with her brothers, and um, she worked as a manicurist at the White Sox Barbershop. Huh. And uh, then yeah. she heard about the flying going on uh, in World War One, and uh she took a second job managing a chili parlor to save money. Uh, to- you got every kind of chili you want. Yeah. And if you get it under your fingernails, <laughs> boy, do I have the place for you. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, again, you can't be a woman and you can't be, you know, native. You can't be. She's all of it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, so it was Robert S. Abbott, who is the founder and publisher of the Chicago Defender. Um he also got sponsorship um, for her to go and learn in France uh, from Jesse Binga, who was a huge property owner, um, and uh, he, he owned like the first black bank, like in Chicago, you know. Um, he, and um, he kind of like later on had some stuff because then you know, don't forget the depression's coming. He's everything's gonna go belly up. He had just invested in like a huge like office suite. Ugh. And meanwhile, his tenants that he's getting reliable rents from, they're losing their jobs. Right. But um, you know, like all those things too. Like so there's there's some people that were his tenants that were like, Oh, he was a mean old miser, and you go like, Well, I mean, maybe if any good businessman is, I don't know. Yeah. But then other people, when when he was kind of like disgraced and accused of embezzlement, because also like this is another thing too, where like even though this is the safest place probably to be a black person in America in Chicago, it's still not safe at all, right? Right? Yeah. At all? Yeah. And so like his premises would be attacked. Um, 
all the time. Uh, you know, he he had enough money where he moved into a, this is Jesse Benga, and he worked moved into like a wealthy white neighborhood. But when um, you know, he was accused of embezzlement and stuff like that. Um, there was a hung jury first, and later on, he was completely exonerated. Uh, but a lot of his tenants and stuff came out in support of him, and we're just like, yeah, this is fucking total fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. Um, but so yeah, they they paid for her to go learn how to fly. And um, so she learns in France, uh, in uh, in Paris, uh, in a biplane. Um, and she said it, it was basically a steering system that consisted of a vertical stick, the thickness of a baseball bat, in front of the pilot, and a rudder bar under the pilot's feet. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Right? So so what? Left and right with your feet. Yeah. And up and down with that's, the joystick. Right, right, pitch and yeah. yaw. Yes. Very good. And so she's, I think, the first credited. Uh, uh, Black woman and first Native American at all to hold an international pilot's license huh. uh, in 1921. Um, and uh, so then, yeah, she went to like another great French pilot, like a, like a like a fucking stellar pilot, right? Très, très bien. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and she took two more months of lessons, and then she went back, and uh, then like the media kind of went apeshit. Um, hmm. And uh, she. You know, like again, like there's still no commercial flight, and this is kind of like a funny thing just to think about flight at all. But it's like it was brand new shit. It's, yeah, br- it's yeah. brand new it shit. Only for war, and then maybe by this time, mail. I mean, and and everybody doing it is basically a daredevil. Yeah. And and that's the thing is that she had to become a stunt person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and there's an, there's a funny thing there, right? Where you go like. It's it's a it's a weird thing that the coming age of commercial flight, when uh, you know guys like you and me, sheer paupers, <laughs> are are eventually going to be able to 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 uh, to, uh, to get on a plane and assault a stewardess because <laughs> you don't want to wear a mask, right? Right, <laughs> right and then never the be allowed to fly again. <laughs> but in the meantime, in the run up to that, you know, like what like I said, it's still like a decade away. Um, in the meantime, your interaction with would be go to see stunt people. Yeah. Right. So in that weird way, seeing them do crazy stuff and not die would would work its way up to making you feel safe to right. go up there. Yeah. It's yeah. like as long as they're not doing figure eights and fucking loop de loops, yeah. I'm yeah. probably safe. You think like the first meal is just shaking so so much that it just like falls all over oh, the ground. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That happened to me in like 1996. <laughs> <laughs> 94. And that happened in 94. Yeah, yeah. I remember they're trying to serve. There was a fucking, it was a goddamn. Hot soup. Oh, oh, oh yeah. It was, a, it was a propeller plane. And they're trying to serve like breakfast with OJ. The carts are flying up and down the aisles. Yeah. Fucking the, the stewardess is like on the floor. I was yeah. like, I was like, we're good. We're fine. Yeah. When you're in those we'll like, wait. twin prop yeah, bottle yeah. jumpers, boy. Ooh, don't just juice boxes. Yeah. Juice That's box. it. Yeah. 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 And tape it under the seat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe use as a flotation device yeah, yeah. in case of an emergency. You have to blow it up when you're done with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So she, um, she uh, you know, was was uh, ready to go. It wasn't like, you know, she didn't want to be fucking evil Knievel, but she wanted to excel in aviation, right? So that was the, the one place you could go. She evil Knievel. And um, <laughs> so, again, she still, nobody will teach her. So she goes back again to Europe, right? And um, she uh, two months in France again, and then it's uh, she goes to the Netherlands to meet Anthony Fokker. Oh yeah, very famous name. 
Do you know? Do you know? Uh, yeah, the, the, the Fokker name um, of designing aircraft. Yeah, yeah. F O K K E R. Oh, correct. Oh, okay. And um, so yeah, she she visited the the Fokker Corporation. She got uh, additional training from one of their pilots, and then um, she came back. She was known as Queen Bess. And um, cool. Next five years, huge draw. And uh, you know, uh, talking to the papers. And, you know, um, she's uh, liked by black people and white people, right? And um, she's, you know, doing the Jenny planes mainly. Uh, that's a Curtis JN4. I think I said 14 earlier. And um, it was, uh, you know, leftover aircraft from the First World War. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first show she did, September 3rd, 22, it was um, honoring veterans of the of the 369th Infantry from World War One, all black infantry. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was held uh, at Curtis Field in Long Island. Uh, and uh, what happened there? No, everything's good. Oh, okay. And uh, it, it was it was sponsored uh, uh, by uh, the uh, Defender newspaper. And uh, she was billed as the world's greatest woman flyer. And uh, there was you know uh, another guy that I'm going to get into in another profile because that's where I was like, oh my god, this is a real, real crazy son of a bitch. Which is the the most fun thing about doing this show. Yes, yeah. yeah. So when you're like, oh, well, man, you I found this. this guy. Yeah. yeah, this guy would fly with shoes on his hands. Uh, so uh, yeah, hot dogs for fingers. <laughs> six weeks later, she goes back to Chicago. She's uh, doing a show honoring the 370th Infantry Regiment. And um, she's doing figure eights, loops, going near the ground, dipping up, <laughs> and uh, and they're going ape shit. And um, she's not dead. All right. She she you know she still wanted you know uh, more and um, but she would be criticized by the press. Uh, she's too much of a showboat. This. Say, yeah, saying she was opportunistic. And it's like what the opportunity to die every day. Like what are you talking about? Jeez, how dare she take these pain and, and, gigs. Be, and being too flamboyant? Yeah, it's, yeah. Sheer, sheer. Like somebody's got to hate. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's some fat white guy on the ground. I don't like when the teams hit home runs in baseball. Yeah, I don't like too- when the basketball players pass behind their back. <laughs> yeah, the basketball. Exactly. They're too showboaty. Yes. But uh, that's the thing too. Is that like you know, there's the the Jesus. person like. Uh, <laughs> Like you know, uh, you know, Bess, who who is going like, I have to be the best stunt pilot, yeah, exactly, in order to get any recognition and get my whole fucking race or gender of people ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go like, Oh, well, you're too showy, <laughs> and you're like, What the fuck you am I gonna pay do here? To yeah, yeah. If I was, you know, coming in third all the time, yeah. When if she doesn't do it, they go, Well, oh, you're look at you, you're kind of lazy. You're not even doing anything, and then you. So in L.A., she, uh, yeah, she broke a leg and three ribs uh, when she crashed uh, in twenty three, um, and she uh, <sighs> she would talk to to you know um, black folks all over the country about you know pursuing aviation as a means to kind of get black folks ahead in the country and encouraging them to get involved with it, and. Um, and she would not do a show if black folks couldn't come. Nice. And that was like where the opportunism was. You you couldn't say yeah. I'll you, turn down a show. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. And it's so principle. Uh. Yeah. And so um. She she ended up you know opening up a beauty shop in Orlando with this couple that kind of uh, took her in from the uh, another Baptist church, and um, you know she she had a lot of media pull and um, 
she was offered a, a role in, in a feature called Shadow and Sunshine. And it was to be financed, <laughs> no. be financed by the African-American Seminole Film Producing Company. And she accepted and uh, she thought, you know, it would give her some money to start her own flying school. And then she was like, oh, the first scene is like she's got to be like in hobo clothes and uh, a walking stick and teeth like, blacked out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, a stick with a knapsack and all. And she was just like, no, you know, not doing it. So it was like anything she thought was gonna like set be mm-hmm. black people back. She was just like, oh, no, no fucking way. Yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm a famous pilot and now I'm gonna play a hobo. They still put blackface on her. Yeah, it's exactly. Really bad yeah. taste. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, she was in um in, in 26 she was in Jacksonville. Uh she had purchased a uh another Jenny in Dallas and um he uh her uh, public pu- publicist uh flew the plane from Dallas in preparation for an air show and had to make three forced landings along the way because the plane had been so poorly maintained. And um so they were like please don't fly it best and she refused. <coughs> She refused what to to fly it or 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 to not fly it. Oh yeah, to not fly it. Yeah, uh, and no, uh, she refused to not fly it. She yeah. demanded to. She fly demanded. It. To fly yeah, it. I mean, I imagine like these old planes, man. Like, you know, the engine, not great, of course, but but the 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 paper the, wing, the structure of it. It's like you know those old you know old cars are are just heavy steel. Yeah, yeah, like and you know, so she she crashes the plane, and and. Just breaks some bones, maybe because it's not going that fast. But also, it's this giant pile of metal. In right. some ways, it's kind of like maybe is that safer? Like the way the old cars I don't think were kind they of were, safer. I don't think they were giant piles of metal. I think, I think they it was were like barely the, held together with popsicle sticks and yeah. Didn't, twine. Did, did, okay. Yeah, didn't okay, we talk sure. about the the different types of wood and stuff? Oh, with oh, the these wood, so with these wooden planes. I mean, what most maybe maybe, most maybe the wood? maybe the wings. Okay. I, I would assume. Okay, yeah. yeah. A lot of it was wood, mm-hmm. or or like just you know, not uh, like spruce goose level. Sure, right, but sure. just very like light frames right. and canvas. Right, because yeah. the engine's not strong enough to get any everything off. Yeah, right. a lot of canvas. Right. And yeah. shit. canvas. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so she was supposed to do a, a parachute jump the next day in the uh. show. And she wanted to uh, get a look up at the land from up there, mm-hmm. and um, so uh, ten minutes in, it went it went into a dive and a spin three hundred three thousand feet above the ground, and she was thrown out at two thousand feet, killed instantly, hitting the ground. Oh my god, Jesus! And and this guy regained control of the plane. Oh no, he 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 did not regain control okay. of the plane. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, so he 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 goes. Uh, the plane explodes, and. Um, a, a wrench uh, was found, like it had used to service the plane, and it was just jammed in there somewhere. Someone threw a wrench in the gear. It was li- li- literally a wrench, and she was thirty-four, and um, it was you know mainly mainly just a uh, you know uh, like a huge story in in Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, uh, African American circles. Um, William J. Powell, uh, uh, who was in in the the First World War. Uh, in a segregated unit, um, he he was always uh, pushing black aviation, and he named um, uh, the uh, Bessie Coleman Society going forward uh, the society that would kind of promote uh, aviation amongst black folks and would draw our two heroes from our story coming up. Um, but he wrote a book called Black Wings in 1934, and he dedicated that to Bessie Coleman as mm-hmm. well. Man, how fucked up is it? Like, I'd, why? 
I mean, Amelia Earhart is, of course, she's famous, but because she lost, not even a mention. Oh yeah, none. What's yeah, that? I know, I know, and uh, I mean, uh, you know, the thing is, is like, you know, even when it comes to like uh, Jesse Bingo or whatever, it's like the thing is like, yeah, he 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 came to Chicago with like ten dollars in his pocket, mm-hmm. and like all these stories are kind of like that. It's like <laughs> nobody's got anything, and they achieve yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. With so much violence and hatred thrown mm-hmm. against them, and just lack of opportunities, and this this thing of like, um, you know, there's there's always like, uh, <laughs> there's always like um, when people are like, oh, you have to protect free enterprise, and it's always something about like not making a gay guy a cake, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, you know what I mean? And so so often the time, like the thing was like, it was the right of free enterprise was to stop. Others having the right to enterprise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? It was like, well, I don't have to teach uh, black people to fly. Yeah. It's like, it's you, against- know, you don't want the fucking competition. <laughs> yeah, it's against my beliefs to have competition. Yeah, like, it's like you're totally, like, don't, you can't act like you're for enterprise. <laughs> yeah. It's not about enterprise, yeah. it's about you sucking. Yeah. <laughs> right, and then, like, exactly. his thing, like, if you make that guy teach people he doesn't like how to fly, man, you go learn somewhere else. Because that guy's going to teach you all the wrong shit. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to know he's a shitty teacher. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to learn from you anyways. Yeah. Uh, oh, right, right, right. So you just kind of have well, to, Well, if like, it's flying, you can't really fake that. I don't know, man. I mean, he's got to get the plane up and down. Yeah, you need to teach you how to just get up. Yeah, maybe. He'll be like, put the wrench here. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hit the red button. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuel? Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Once got you any get banana up, peels? <laughs> Once you get up, you just got any banana peel. <laughs> Throw it in the Mr. Coffee. <laughs> right, let's, take, let's take a quick break. Uh, I just wanted to get into a little backstory on Bessie Coleman and, cool. uh, and uh, you know, some of the people that are, are behind these stories um, because, uh, you know, it's just like this whole very loose patchwork thing and, like, just... Impossibly hard to get into, yeah. And people just mm-hmm. d- demanding the way to fight their way into it, yeah, uh, is right. is so is so incredible to me, uh, you yeah. know. And uh, it, the- it's kind of one of those things where, like, because it was so dangerous, that it's almost like it may be one of the few things that were. Oh, like Ava- like available, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only that, it was one of the few things where, like, if you came down out of that machine. White people were like, oh. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, I can't say she's not good anymore. She's right. not. She, right. right. You know? Even though, of course, they yeah, had well, an excuse they wanted to. but Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, you know what I'm saying? like it's Once it, you it, give them the flight, once they have the skies, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Next, they'll want to vote. They'll migrate all over the place. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing where it's like. Um, can't segregate the skies. <laughs> I mean, need, I mean you chemtrails. That, well, that's <laughs> what chemtrails are. That's the thing that's so. That's so uh, you can want to imagine a line <laughs> right down the middle of the sky. I think that's so fun about it, though, is that, like, yeah, it is that thing where, like, you know, uh, they're like, oh, Howard Hughes, he's, you know, he, he felt so free in there. It's like, oh, not when he was buying hotels and he could go anywhere he wanted and do anything and date any Hollywood starlet. Yeah, it's yeah. like these folks. Yes. Yeah. Actually, like it was a thing where you're like, yeah. oh, this is freedom. Yeah. There's no there's no cop going your your headlights out. You know, there's no one up there to tell that they yet. can't go. And yeah. Just, yeah. Howard Hughes wasn't really going like, oh, man, do we really have to land? <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, these folks are going to be like, where are we landing again? Because yeah. that's <laughs> pivotal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, you know what I mean? Is this a, is this a sundown airport? Yeah. Hmm, looks no. like we're going to have to keep flying west where the sun has not set yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fly, you're going to want to make a left at the burning crosses. Yeah, plus I hope it's windy because we're out of fuel and money. All right, we'll be right back, folks. And we're back. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, um, Mr. Uh, uh, Manning, of course. Uh, he is uh, Banning, excuse me. Manning. Uh, he uh, he's James Herman Banning. And uh, like I said, he grew up uh, with uh, the Wright brothers, you know, uh, just a love of aviation, you know. Um, same thing, he would, you know... Uh, hear about, you know, uh, World War II and, you know, the Charles Lindbergh is a hero, you know, there's all that stuff going on. And um, he just always wanted to do it, was not allowed to do it. He was, he did have a uh, mechanic shop in Ames in uh, Iowa. And he was just enthusiastic about it. And William J. Powell, the the veteran who started the uh, Queen Best Fest. Coleman uh, Society mm-hmm. for Aviation, uh, he he uh, lured him and uh, uh, a gentleman um, uh, named uh, Thomas C. Allen, Thomas Cox Allen, um, out to uh, Los Angeles. And uh, they had heard basically there was going to be uh, some sort of a prize for the, you know, the first person to fly from coast to coast, you know. But in general, they just thought, like, it would be a great way to advance black aviators. And, you know, so why not do it, right? But here's the thing. You can't, you like, just buy a plane, right? So he kind of, like, cobbled it together. He had, like, a 14-year-old engine, uh, and um, he, he made it, you know, with his, his uh, mechanical know-how from having a shop and all that and just being a fan of aviation, but this thing was a real piece of shit, right? <laughs> um, I believe their compass was always 30 degrees off, right? That's how you, well, then, you know, then you know it's right. Then Wait, well, if it's always 30 yeah, degrees exactly. off, then it's doing right. just fine. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so him, him and Thomas C. Allen are actually introduced by uh, uh, Powell uh, like four days before they take off on this flight together. And um, Alan is more the mechanic, and Banning is more the pilot. And uh, they were in an Alexander Eagle Rock biplane. Um, It was this orange and black uh, plane. Pretty cool color scheme, right? I I mean, uh, do do you know anything about uh, how how different these planes were or or, or anything like that? Because I... I, Compared to... You know, the other other planes of that era like what is what's oh, the difference between the eagle, eagle rock, rock and the jenny and the oh i mean you'd like well, the jenny was earlier by but 50, yeah not much but you're still talking about that like it's not come very far from the wright brothers sure sure uh you know but it's it, just an engine in, like, you, know, like you can see you can see from the wright brothers to world war Two, right right they still have the biplane like the two sets of wings that sort of thing you mean world war one world war one excuse yeah, me yeah yeah and um yeah, you know, they're, they're, I mean, they're just, like, really, this is really, really thrown together. What year yeah. is this? 
that when they take off, it's thirty-two. Okay, so he was. You said you said he was a. He grew up with the grew up on the Wright brothers and and, and World War Two, but you meant World War One. World War One, excuse me. Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. Um, and yeah, now this is a very you know yeah. shortly after Best Coleman, right? Um, and uh, they uh, you know, were like fucking, just let's do it, and. There, like, there, it was just like a rumor of some kind of a prize. I don't even think that was like a definitive fact. Mm-hmm. They were just like, let's go for it. Well, in those days and age, everything was a rumor. Right. And yeah. Everything had a prize. <laughs> everything had a prize. Maybe in a Cracker Jack box <laughs> or your right. Oval Team, but fuck. But so they had this thing where they're kind of faced with this problem of like, well, chances are we fail, right? So if we win, we'll let them tell it. But, like, we're not going to announce at the beginning, like, hey, we're going for it. Mm. Right. We're just going to show up there. Right, So, so right. When, when they take off, there's four people at the airport, uh, which is Dicer Airport. Mm. Yeah. Which is, in those days. I don't of, think it's there anymore. If yeah. It's in L.A.? Los Angeles. It probably was in the valley somewhere. D-Y-C-E-R. Um, it was probably just a field in the guy's backyard. Yeah, right, it was man. probably a field in Pacoima. Yeah. And, yeah, so the the the... You know, the people, on the, even like the four people on the ground are like, what is that? What the fuck are they doing? Right. <laughs> yeah, and so man. this is after Lindbergh had done his flight. Yeah. So. What did he do? 31? I think, I think 27. Oh, oh shit. I think totally 27 enough. he had done stuff. The and, flight to, uh, to Paris. Right. So, but nobody had ever flown across the, from coast to coast in the States yet. Mm. Oh no, they had, they had. But th- so this was this was just a prize, like a prize. For- this is just like guys that shouldn't even like, like uh, a banning was like I said, like he had um, a commercial flight license, uh-huh. um, but that just meant like you know basically he, like I said he was he, he kind could of, fly a politician around. Yeah, he could fly a politician around. Uh, he could he could do the stunt shows or whatever. Um, but yeah, to even like. Get a plane. He really kind of couldn't. So he it was, it was really like him scavenging from crashed planes, yeah. uh, and then he just made his own. Right, Frankenstein. It. I mean, could could it have been like just the uh, set the new record for fastest? Well, they would have been. Um, no, no, it wasn't even about fast. It was just about getting it done okay. because okay. because it had happened. I think the first coast to coast had already happened like. Ten to twenty years before, uh-huh. or something like. But this was just a prize for hey, the next person that can do it, right, type of thing. Right. Yeah, he it was twenty seven. Aaron, you're right. That's very good. Um, for which was it, Lindbergh? For yeah. Lindbergh, yeah. yeah. It was a good. It was a big year. I remember that from Bill Bryson's book. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you know, um, they were just kind of like, we're just gonna be like the first, you know, black aviators to do it. But it was huge because. They're not allowed. Yeah. They're not even allowed to learn. <laughs> right. You know, and it's a crazy thing, too, because this is still after Bess Coleman, and you go like, I'm watching her do figure eights and almost and almost hit the floor and uh, over and over again, and uh, she's a woman, and she's native, <laughs> and, and they're not still allowed. No. Well, no. you see what happens when they learn? <laughs> Someone throws a wrench in it. Right, yeah. It's very... But so, um, you know... Uh, Thomas C. Allen has the brilliant idea where he goes like, because because they have twenty five bucks, <laughs> right? And I think I think maybe like Powell had sponsored like two hundred dollars that just went into the plane, mm-hmm. but they leave the ground with twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. and 
it's insane. Like from the giddy up, it's uh, it's 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 really really nuts. Not a smooth ride, you say? It is not at all. But he had the idea. He goes because and Aaron, this was so interesting to me about it. They kind of are like faced with the green book problem. So the whole route is based on friendly areas. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And and not only that, but like places where we think we might have relatives where we might be able to get money to yeah. keep going. Yeah. So they gotta So it's this yeah, it's this the zigzaggiest <laughs> silliness. Oh wait a minute, I got an uncle two two hills over. Right. <laughs> and three hills over will get lynched. <laughs> <laughs> so like Can you say two or three. I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's, you know, uh, fucking pretty terrifying shit, right? Um, and You in Lovecraft country now. <laughs> I guess there was, luckily, uh, Alan, you know, left behind some kind of a manuscript. And I'm pulling heavily uh, in this from quite a few things, but uh, especially the Smithsonian's uh, article about it in their oh, magazine. Cool. Uh, but so, yeah, like, the, the minute they take off, they're like, they're going to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And now you know the seaworthiness of this thing, right? <laughs> and uh, they said, um, and, and Banning would, would later write articles in newspapers that were like, about it too. And he said it was put together with various cracked up airplane parts. Instruments were unreliable, including a compass that was off by 30 degrees. Um, the biggest worry was the, uh, the airworthiness of the crate. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a worry. Yeah. Would it? And he goes, the final destination was just was was a continental way, and they'd left with twenty five dollars, and um, they landed when they landed in Yuma, they would be out of money, <laughs> and so um, you don't see a lot of guys flying. Would they planes. lose the money in the air? Whoa! Oh, just refueling. Oh yeah, okay. But then the idea with that Alan had was he goes like, we will basically crowdfund it. And what we'll do is we'll get everybody to sign what he called the gold book, which is the wings of the plane. Mm-hmm. Oh, so in this right. way, it was like everybody, you're all a part every, of it. You're all part of it, and also like everybody's kind of prayers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a wing and a prayer, as they oh, say. Very nice. Yes, and and they said they they that like they called it the Hallelujah flight because <sighs> it, because it was like. You ever, uh, you ever have a guy land in your backyard and ask you for money? <laughs> Boy, if I had a plane for every time that. Happened. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the, like, the, it, it's, it's so wild, man, because, you know, like, the, like, like the family, you know, they, like, the family is interviewed and, like, like a bunch of them are still in aviation, uh-huh. you know, and, uh, it's just, I mean, fucking so wild. Um, but yeah, so the, these two guys, they had, they had um, gone to uh, to William J. Powell, I think, in nineteen twenty nine. Um, oh no, no, that's when that's when Powell started the the club. They they had they had met uh, four days before. Like I said, they left in nineteen thirty two, and um, so uh, the Powell had Lord Banning out there saying like, "You're going to be the chief pilot. You're going to be showing people how to fly and stuff like that," because he was commercially licensed. And um, they, uh, I think in '31, Powell put on the uh, the first. It was all black air show, and um, fifteen thousand people showed up. Jesus, that's fucking insane. And um, 
so then he was just like, okay, now we've got interest in, you know, uh, black aviation. And, um, you know, so they, uh, basically like a bunch, a bunch of, you know, these guys are like, you know, they're, they're, they're throwing it together last minute and, and like everybody's getting kind of like frustrated with everybody. Like, are you going to be able to do it? Are you not like every, nobody has faith in each other, Mm -hmm. but they also think themselves are like able to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's hard to get two guys together to like trust each other. And these guys were just thrown together like four days before. Um, and, uh, so they're, they're, you know, they're on their way to, to, uh, Yuma and uh, then the plan is to go to Texas and then Oklahoma and then through the Midwest, right, you know, and then go uh, to New York. And um, they were like, maybe, you know, we'll get some people to throw us a place to crash. Maybe the th- place to sleep. <laughs> yes. They're yes, right. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. And, and a meal. Right. Um, when you're in an airplane, every place is a place that's, to crash. It's always a place. To <laughs> right, and uh, they were like, we, 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 you know, there's no choice. Like we, we, this will not succeed without the support of black segregated communities on the ground. Mm. Like, fi- like full stop. It, right. Like it won't. And you can't see those lines from the air. So, uh, and uh, so th- th- he. Uh, he said in t- in Powell's book, he he said, um, "Gee, we'll be just like hobos begging our way." Mm-hmm. And um, so they called themselves the Flying Hobo, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it w- it was like this thing where it was like you know kind of like the chutzpah of it mm-hmm. It was like a big part of it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so they would. Uh, they were like, yeah, if he fails, nobody will know. If it succeeds, we'll let others fucking, sp- like, we'll let the Chicago Defender talk about, right. look at these fucking badasses. And so it's going towards Yuma, and he goes, Alan, Alan said, it got so hot, I took off my overalls and unbuttoned my shirt. The water boiling in the radiator and the slipstream from the propeller was blowing it through a hole in the uh, cowling. Uh, so it's just boiling water hitting you yeah. inside. And... um. And uh, so they, they touch down in this airport, and the attendant recognizes Banning. And he goes, aren't you the guy that landed here and blew a tire two years ago? And he goes, yeah. He's all insane looking. <laughs> Just stumbling out of yeah. his no shirt. Yeah. Overall, yeah. Off. Well, skin peeling off. Don't mind my naked friend. <laughs> and, and the guy, and he goes, um, he goes, I remember you made a three-point landing before you hit a pothole in the runway. And he goes, <laughs> your accident is the cause of us having a proper runway here now. And Wow. A pothole in the runway. And ban- See? And ban- banning, banning without fail just goes, that must be worth a tank of gas. <laughs> hey, see, pal. Say. Like, like, New like, runway, huh? Oh, I'm a legend. Can I get some gas? <laughs> you know, and so then they so then they flew to Tucson. I got a pothole in this gas tank, here. and um and they're like they're like we're going from one beacon light to the other, and we land you know just after dark, and um then they see gas dripping from the carburetor the next day, right? And they fix like this float that's the leaky, and um and then they go into the desert, heat insane, right? And they go through the Apache Pass, uh, going down towards El Paso. 
fuel's almost out, and uh, they go down to uh, they set they they set it down in Southwest New Mexico, and um, they were completely out of money and stuck in a town called Lordsburg. Sounds great. <laughs> well, maybe it's German founded. You know, they could they, maybe they're genial. Mm-hmm. And um, they said. Um, Alan said the population was mostly Mexicans and Indians. Oh, okay. And he goes, and when we told them we were trying to make a trans- transcontinental flight, they said, we don't care what Negroes are doing. We have a hard enough time eating. <laughs> Take your magic car and get out of here. And so um, <laughs> Alan, Alan pawns a flying suit and a watch for 10 bucks to a member, a, 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 a rich guy named R.C. Hightower. <laughs> And um, then he invites Mrs. Hightower to sign the gold book, right, on the wing. And she was just delighted to have her, <laughs> her name on, on the way to New York. <laughs> I'm going to be in New York, I see. And uh, then they said that they, they were flying Dead Reckoning, 200 feet above the, the, mm-hmm. the brush, she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they said, Banning said, it was the, the engine was rated 100 horsepower, but I think some of them were dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's still attached too, and then they got they got across the El Capitan, right? Mm-hmm. And that is uh, eight thousand feet, and it it goes up uh, like a watchtower at the southern terminus uh, of this huge limestone castle wall. And there's no way to to fly around the range, and they have uh, they they and still have enough gas to reach El Paso. So then, <laughs> then this you know. Uh, this squall just like is brewing up right in front of them, right? And uh, they go straight into it. And uh, the rain is beating the shit out of them. And they, uh, they're they looking for El Capitan's, you know, top, flying blind, can't see our own wingtips, he said. And and he goes, let alone the ground. <laughs> you just have to pull up quickly enough. That's and then he goes, he goes, we, re- we realize too, too late we're fools to fly through this without proper equipment. Mm-hmm. And so, and he goes, if we stall or spin here, we're dead. Uh-huh. And then they just gradually go down. They get better vis- visibility, and there's luckily not a, a wall to crash into. Mm-hmm. And so they get on the ground in El Paso, and they're uh, a thousand miles in, totally broke. And they send a, a cable to a friend in California asking for 25 bucks. And... Then they're like, okay, we'll go towards Dallas, and they're they're flying along the railroad tracks. Okay, oh, okay, that's smart, right? Just and usually follow, follow the train. You know, you yeah. hit, hit a ride on the train if you land on the train. Yeah, yeah there you go. It's going there anyway. Right on the top. <laughs> and uh, so then sometimes they they would go between towns and land in these farm fields, and there would be these farmers like, what the but fuck? You just fucked up my maze. Yeah. <laughs> Means corn. But they just they yeah, could, yeah, they, but, is... but they can actually see from the ground that there's two black guys flying too. Yeah, so yeah. they're like, what the Don't fuck? Land here. And um, <laughs> but then sometimes like they were like, come on in for a meal. Sure. You know, but it, I mean, also uh, like you know, for these for, for for people, I'm sure some, maybe some of them heard about it in the news, or maybe there's like some black newspaper. White folks would not, not hear. not the white and folks, this, certainly, certainly. but you know, they could probably see this thing coming for a bit, depending on the visibility of the day. You know, it's just this. Maybe they hear it. You know, but you know, there's not a lot. Like, what is that noise? That's the new noise to them, perhaps. Right? There's something, something floating through the sky. Oh, right? you know they see something in the distance and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And oh, it gets yeah, yeah. Closer I mean, the, closer yeah, the, appear- the appearance of a plane, let alone flown by two black guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you hear it coming, and and I mean, 
it's only one thing. Right. Right. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of other air noise around. Boy, yeah. it's, sm- it's smoggy up there, isn't it? Oh. But the thing is, and, 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 and this is the thing, too, is that we never underestimate Americans' abilities uh, regardless of, of any um, race or, or gender or anything. Americans just like motors and things that might fuck up and blow up. Mm. So, yeah. so they would they would even convince these farmers to like siphon fuel out of their tractors mm-hmm. to get them back up in the air and going. Oh, I bet for I mean these farmers when they fucking took off, yeah, that was the fucking highlight of their life. Oh yeah. So I mean you know they're like first of all, do you want something to eat? And then they'd be like, yeah, can we maybe get some fuel to get back in the air? And they're like, yeah, sure. I mean. <laughs> Shit. I'd love to see how this thing works. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, and like Little gearheads. <laughs> they're probably thinking like, "How am I gonna find out if if these guys ever make it?" You're you not know? gonna believe this. These two color guys landed on my field, and then I gave them food, and then I put them gas, and then they flew off <laughs> as if angels. Yeah. In the air. Yeah. No balloons or nothing. All yeah. right, Dad, we got a home for you. Now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody will ever believe you. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. So uh, they they um they go, they go over into this Texas town called Wink, which is about as charmingly southern as you can get. <laughs> oh boy! Y'all been to Wink before? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> the really kinky stuff happens in Wink Wink. <laughs> the kinky Winkies. And they so they go to uh, Wichita Falls and uh, Banning's wife. Uh, she, uh, the in-laws are there. And, um, so there's, uh, they, they got the land of the airship and there's a newspaper reporter there. And he's, he's, um, uh, you know, um, it's like, what the fuck are you? And they're like, oh, this is what the deal. It's a newspaper. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go, what the fuck's going on? See? Yeah, what's going on here, pal? Uh, who are you and where are you going? Um, <laughs> you see this what? hat that says press on it? <laughs> yeah. I got a question. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Push it. <laughs> press. <laughs> Stupid joke. Um, so, yeah, they, they spend the night with the Bennington in-laws, and when they go back to the airport the next morning, there is close to a thousand people there. Shit, that's like the whole population. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the the local newspaper had uh, put out a story, and um, they're they're going through the crowd to their own plane, and along the way, they're like, "Yeah, we're we're broke," <laughs> and um, somebody goes, "Let's give them a little help." And then they get two hundred and fifty, like one hundred and twenty five dollars wow. from the crowd sitting there, and again. It's 1932, folks. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is not pretty. No, right? but, but the two guys showed up with magic, right? Mm-hmm. And and yeah, and so um, they go to uh, Oklahoma. Both of them have family there. Um, Banning visits his brother in El Reno. Alan um, meets his mom in Oklahoma City. Uh, the next day, they knock on doors, Jeez. asking people to help them. Um, uh, basically, just. Get black folks ahead by having this flight succeed. Is this the the beginning of the magical black man trope that you see in cinema so often? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we just came out of the sky. <laughs> if you, we could perhaps well, uh, the magical black man trope is supposed to be affecting white people. Yes, it is supposed to be affecting. Yeah, them. it's supposed to, you know, the, the whole white savior thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, the white people would say, "Well, see, we gave all this money to these white <laughs> yeah, folk." Yeah, yeah. Was it exclusively black folk that would come? Oh, out? oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in Oklahoma, you don't want to be fucking around. That's true. 
Yeah. Still. Yeah. Um. So yeah, again, these people fucking pits of the depression still cough up, you know, mm-hmm. enough money to keep them going, and uh, everybody gets their name on the canvas mm-hmm. on the plane, right? And um. So then it it goes back to uh even like black press and radio stations, mm-hmm. and um. People start waiting for them to show up in the towns they're supposed to come to, right? Right. So word begins to spread. It's you know, it's uh Yeah. Yeah, that's And that's probably mainly like Chicago Defender centric. Sure, sure, but it still takes them like fucking half the country. Um and then so they land in Tulsa and William Skelly, who is a white oil man, he's waiting at the airport, and um he owned he, he wasn't a pilot, but he owned an airplane factory and a flight school and he had um uh put together uh Every, like the the airport there, and um, he offers t- to fund them all the way to St. Louis. <laughs> I mean, that's it's something. Something. Hey, I mean, see, it's my white savior. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, th- 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 so, yeah, I'm all the way to St. Louis. I'm like, these guys made but it, but not an inch further. <laughs> I'm like, these guys made it to Yuma with boiling coffee in their face. Stand boiling up. coffee. <laughs> we ran out of water. <laughs> no, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so um let's say, yeah um sorry here was so St. Louis uh, the, the, the everybody thousands to meet the flying hobos gosh that's funny and uh, a newspaper uh, reports on, on, on their attempt to, to achieve this during the Great Depression. What will come of this flight and this record remains to be seen. But it is certainly stimulating that we have heroes who come to light in this very worst of times. Mm. And uh, so in St. Louis, they're like, well, this fucking engine is done. It needs to be rebuilt. <laughs> they don't have the money. They don't have the, to buy the parts. And uh, But they knew people in town. Um, and, and, and one was a teacher at a trade school. And he's like, the school would rebuild it. Ah, and, and St. Louis, I mean, I think the part of the thing about I'll get you to St. Louis is that once you get to St. Louis, you'll find somebody because St. Right, Louis right, was right. like the gateway. Right. And, you know, a fucking hop in place. It was a hop in place back then. Yeah. Well, plus, they probably had to go to St. Louis anyway. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. The spirit of St. Louis. I mean, it yeah. was a hotbed for industry market. I mean, if you're, if you're going, if you're if you're traversing the country. You gotta o- go Oklahoma there. through Missouri is actually a pretty natural route. Yeah. Even if so you go I, I think I think like the there was like forty one hours in the air, and I think it was like twenty one days was the flight. <sighs> um, but uh, they so then they go to Springfield, Illinois, to Indiana, and then um, they rest in Columbus for a few days, and then they're like, all right, I think we can do it. Engine begins shaking. Right after they take off, and they're like, this whole fucking thing is going to fall apart, <laughs> right? And uh, they're like, oh, you got to get down. And so uh, they're over a forest, and uh, he, Banning is just going, trees, bushes, stumps. <laughs> but, you know. Tell me what you see, Banning. Uh, yeah. And then he, uh, there was a plowed field, and he, he landed it there. And... Um, you're like I then just the, finished. Then they came the Plowed Boys. Vanning, <laughs> uh, Vanning. I mean, the, the, the most glass half full guy goes. Not a scratch on the ship. <laughs> Engine's about to explode. And uh, they're, they're outside Cambridge, Ohio. And um, Alan um, slept beneath the wing. 
And Banning uh, went back to Columbus, and he found an airplane parts supplier um, who told him to take anything you want on the house. Wow. Which and is- at this point, are, are they still um, limited to dealing with, you know, segregated black only? Or, I don't think so because now like some rich white folks have gotten involved. Right, they've got some stuff. press and what's the press? Yeah, yeah. yeah and they're as they get further north and east, it's getting a little bit better. I would well, imagine. Well, the thing is too is that the farther you go and the more signatures you get, hey, look the at more, right, the, right. somebody named Don't Crash really <laughs> wants you guys to do well. The more hope there is behind the thing. So then there's a thing where you people go, being a part of yeah, like, you're you're mm-hmm. a part of the story. So mm-hmm. it, it's like this thing with like Kickstarter or whatever yeah. now you know where you go like. This thing doesn't exist yet, you know. Uh, my friend Meredith, she's she does a lot of the music stuff for Kickstarter, and she's like, you know, it's kind of crazy in a way because it's like this thing is like we want this thing to exist, mm-hmm. and then people will it into existence mm-hmm. by pitching in, you know. And, but, and you're more you're more likely to be successful if you already have some success behind you, right? It's right. kind of like the will to suck your own dick, right? The will power, yeah, the, the will power. Yeah. There's a momentum behind it. Yeah. What'd you get? And that's why the hat is and just blown all- backwards. Whoa. So you're blown forwards. Mm-hmm. So they were like, um, Alan wrote, like, you know, he's like, we're still flying. And he's like, but the closer we get to New York, the more we think we're just going to crash. <laughs> Running out of the last drop of gas. Shit. And he goes, then came what he called one of the greatest stops of the whole flight. They land in Pittsburgh. They telephoned the offices of the Pittsburgh Courier, which is a huge black newspaper. Um, and uh, the publisher, Robert L. Van, drove out to the airport and brought the pair downtown where they were heralded like conquering heroes. Election day was approaching, so Van took them to meet some state Democratic Party <laughs> officials in town. Nice. Seeing a chance to exploit the young men's fame and airplane, party officials enlisted them to publicize Franklin D. Roosevelt's presidential campaign Whoa. during their flight east over Pennsylvania. In return for dropping handbills supporting the Democratic <laughs> ticket and writing first-person stories about their cross-country adventures, Van and the Democratic Party to cover the men's remaining expenses, handle publicity for them, and pay to put the Eagle Rock back in shape for a return flight to California. Holy wow. shit. So they took off with 15,000 leaflets. He goes, we were more than happy to throw them out of the plane to save weight. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, we just about completely littered Pennsylvania. And um, they fly outside Pencil, uh, Philadelphia, then to West Trenton for the last night on the road. Around- Roosevelt won the state 98%. <laughs> around 8 in the crisp and sunny fall morning of October the 9th, they cranked the OXX6 engine one final time. Old Saul seems to be smiling on our success, Banning thought. A little over an hour later, the two aviators circled the towers of Manhattan. Damn. Not long after, they looked down upon Banning, called the biggest thrill of our trip, our goal. I feel like looping the loop, he exclaimed. Fuck. And then, then they landed. They landed uh, um, in uh, I think it was uh, I think it was Valley Stream in Long Island. Mm. Well, Long Island makes appearances in the in the in the Queen Bess story. And hey, Eagle Rock, we're over here in Highland Park. <laughs> That's right. That was just the name of it. It didn't. Yeah, it, no, it, I, it was actually yeah. from uh, Colorado. Uh huh. Was Alexander Eagle Rock? Interesting. Yeah. Um, but so, um, you know, it's. A huge fucking deal, right? Um, now they got there. Uh, other 
had other, other people completed this or was the prize given away? What What's the story there? I don't even think there was a prize. Yeah, it was just, it was just way, a call to adventure. The prize was what you learned along yeah, the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, you know, it was a thing where they knew, like, okay, we have done, you know, major things for black aviation here. Um, but then they go home and um, uh, Banning was in an air show. Um Three months later, I believe, and he was not allowed to fly the plane. And a white man from the Navy was, and uh, he crashed them. <clears throat> and he killed them in front of, like, 1,500 people. Oh, my God. Like, just a few months later. That's the Navy for you. Terrible pilot. Oh, my God. Okay. But because uh, they were originally. No, it was, it was a thing where it was just like. Stick to the seas. <laughs> it was like, Jesus Christ. Like, you still got to like, you just did this incredible thing. Yeah. Which, that Navy guy hated black people that much. Yeah. No, no, no. It was. It was, it was I, I it know was, it was an accident. Yeah. It was. In, it was. No, it was totally. I mean, I mean you, you can also understand, though, like, you know, maybe it's like, hey, you, don't worry. You don't have to fly. You're, you're being paraded. You know, it could have been. Oh yeah, it, I mean, it, 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 it seems it, like he just wasn't allowed to do it. Yeah, he was not. Um, he was. Uh, but that's a way. It's a he way was, to see he it was, half he, full. He was yeah, a, uh-huh. a navy machinist, um, and yeah, it was because the Air Tech Flying School had had refused use of the airplane uh, by an instructor um, for banning, and uh, they went up four hundred feet. Uh, the plane stalled, tailspin, and yeah, hundreds of people watched this disastrous. Fucking craft, uh, and um, he was actually pulled from the wreckage and wasn't dead and died an hour later at hospital. Ugh. Um, but yeah, I mean, these fucking guys just like incredible, you know, like sheer fucking tyranny of will and mm-hmm. prayer, you know, uh, made this impossible thing happen and goodwill and goodwill, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, and just but I mean, like against all fucking odds, man, Jesus Christ, like holy fucking shit. And what a circuitous route. You know, we're going to Arizona and then New Mexico and then Texas and Oklahoma Mm -hmm. and then Missouri, Kansas, Kansas, Missouri, Mm -hmm. Illinois, Ohio. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Like, no, I mean, but the thing is, too, like, what I'm saying, like, green booking it and having it be like, but, you know, the, the one benefit of that is, is like, you more hear more people hear about it, oh, and, and no cops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm. the thing about that Green Book thing is, like, one cop. I don't care where it is. There's roads. Yeah, and there's cops on roads. Yep, and that can fuck everything up. Yeah, and where they're going, they don't need roads. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> that's, right, man. Yeah. That's very, very good. We are, we are going. <laughs> the roads. Roads are for. Well, we're going. Road needs you. <laughs> because you crash and then they put pothole fix. The road needs you to crash. You can imagine that there's a fucking pothole there in a runway and they're like, I don't know if we can ever fix this thing. Uh, we oh, named- thank God someone crashed in. <laughs> we named this road after you. Yeah. <laughs> he hit the one pothole in the runway. How did. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the thing, too, where people remembered dudes that showed up two years before. Hey, didn't you fuck up real bad here about two years ago? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you know, we fixed all this shit because of your fuck up. <laughs> Can I have gas? <laughs> I guess. You bombed here at this club before, right? Hmm? <laughs> no. No, no, that was my brother. Same height, same weight. You stopped serving alcohol for the guests after you bombed here before. That was like the fucking thing, too, man. Like, oh, God, I think it's. I think it's. It's one of these things, uh, like, like, so miraculous in the book where you go, like, I don't think he's lying. No, it's like in Patton's book where mm-hmm. he goes, like, he's talking about, like, you know, World War One. Mm-hmm. He's talking about going through some village in Italy, and he's like, some dude's chilling on like a stack of hay. <laughs> he goes, World War Two. I come through the same village, same guy on the same <laughs> stack of hay. This is kind of. He's like, thing. what the fuck? This is what we're fighting for. And the guy, and the guys, <laughs> and the guys going like, ah, like, hey. like, like, like remembers him. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's ridiculous so funny Italians go like I don't even know what side we're on dude <laughs> all, all these Italians look the same <laughs> I don't know if it was Mario or Luigi but, uh, <laughs> the but yeah like I was, I was I was I was man I was so fucking impressed with this whole thing cause like ever like to get in the air in the states unless it's wartime right just impossible you gotta like you know it's that Chris Rock bit of you know the 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 black man has to, has to leap in bounds what the white man can walk to right. Like she had to go to France twice. What the fuck? Yeah. She probably had to take a boat there. <laughs> she did have to take she a boat. There. Have yeah. To take a boat yeah. There. I gotta go take a boat across the ocean so I can learn to fly. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that sounds like it's like a that sounds like some sort of mythical story. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, you're like a fucking daredevil pilot. All right, we're, we want to just in these rags yeah. for this movie. <laughs> yeah. No. We want you to do the opposite of the thing you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Mitch like, Hedberg joke? Yeah, oh, like, you're a comedian. <laughs> right, yeah. I want you to like, live without dignity. Can you cook? Okay, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, no, it'll be people sympathize with you. No, thanks. But yeah, these guys, man, they're fucking, I mean, just, uh, you know, so upbeat, so happy. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, you know, it, so it, bold in a way. You know that uh, that journey. You know, the first thing I thought of was kind of the 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 first guy who was a pedestrian. You know, just like the town goes. There's a guy walking through here. <laughs> we gotta we gotta see this. Yeah, yeah the Morpheus is fighting Neo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you guys check it out. This guy's walking in circles. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> But you know, so in these towns, like eventually, when the news was coming, like they they didn't know what day they were showing up. They were just like, someone, no, no, yeah, someone tell us when there's something on the horizon. Yeah, it's and we'll all run out when here. They're ha- halfway through and expected. Yeah, it was like you know, and so that would be like a thing where like if they say it to the guy in Texas, it'd be like, oh, where are you going to go next? And it's like, well, we're going to go to fucking Oklahoma, and I'd be like, all right, and then it's going to be St. Louis. So then like. Those cables would go around, yeah. you know, through the media or whatever, and then they'd be like, "All right, we'll just listen, look, look up, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and you know." Um, but you know, I really love the idea where it's especially outside of the circle of of black media, and then just white folks like just looking up and like just being like, "Oh my god." <laughs> There's two black dudes like <laughs> that are about to Fine. land. One of them, one of them is shirtless. Yeah, his overalls are off. <laughs> one of them is Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Harry, Harry Dean Stanton going, "Are you an alien?" 
You've got a condition. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I'm glad Joe uh, hooked me up with that story. It was just so charming, and just so sweet. And um, God, man, I was like so close to fucking tears the whole time I was mm. reading about it because, you know. Like I said, you know, I kept going back into, like, the banker that bankrolled, you know, Bess going. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, he's got every reason to complain and doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Even after they came after him for embezzlement, they, like, you know, they got him out of jail and they gave him, like, a janitor job. He he died totally, like, destitute. Mm. You know, and meanwhile, he had put so much back into the black community and stuff. Um, But just, like. They're like successful black woman. Oh, she's too flamboyant. Right. Successful black businessman. Oh, he's a crook. Right. All right. And it's like, what the fuck can we fucking do, man? Like, well, that's it, the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> you gotta fight for your rights, but don't, don't kneel. What are you fighting? Don't protest. Fight? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't man. remind us that you don't have rights. Whatever you do, fight for your rights. But don't make don't... us feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. Just. Like they, what you have to do is everything, and also you're not allowed not to too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hurt anybody's feelings while you do it. All right. Yeah. 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 It's like if you don't ask for it, you don't want it. But if you do ask for it, you're uppity. Yeah, you're being a dick about it. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Stop being a dick about how you're treated poorly. Yeah. But also, like, you know, speak you re- up. You speak up. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, and like just. You know, I mean, okay, well, I did everything outside. I, you know, I taught myself. I made this plane myself. I went to France to, they taught me. Yeah. No problem over there. You know, these fucking, you know, pilots come back from the war and shit. Like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, like, yeah I mean, you know, you know, even, you know, Baldwin goes to Paris. He goes, I had to go to Paris to realize who I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't be myself over here. Yeah. I mean, and then. That's in the that's in the fucking fifties. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. It's talking true. about Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Alec. Alec. Mm-hmm, yeah, no, Billy Baldwin. Actually. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I'm talking about Billy Baldwin. Yeah, he left me a dirty voicemail the other day. Yeah, Did he? Yeah, he shot this person. He's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you little pig, man. <laughs> <laughs> you little French pig. <laughs> listen here, <laughs> listen here, pig. Much more than what bacon tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about James Baldwin, of course. Yes, the wonderful James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you know, like they. I mean, you know, both of them dying. You know, of course, in airplane crashes is you know just fucking brutal. You know, uh, but it's like it's just like like how un- like how avoidable it was. Well, not that. I mean, well, I mean so flying is very. It was very. Best Coleman died in a plane crash, mm-hmm. and then. Who uh, who? But it was, it was who also, else it was, died in, in the plane crash? Uh, 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 Banning. Banning, the and then the the. What about the other guy? Alan Alan did not die. Was in any, any any? What was what happened with him? Uh, he would he would write you know memoirs later mm-hmm. and stuff. Choked yeah. on a sandwich. Uh, no no. Was, oh good. Yeah because it, he was probably in a plane that was shaking <laughs> around. No, Thomas E. Allen. He was he was uh. He started a whole legion of pilots. <laughs> well, yeah, and even like the Banning, you know, the Banning family. Like I said, the the Hearts are like the descendants uh, from his older, from Banning's older sister. They all got into aviation because of him, and, wow. and it was just, I mean, it's so cool, you know. Uh, 
Yeah, if our hobo uncle could do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this is the thing too. We're like, you know, they like they got like these are guys that are like just from around the country. Like, think about like they're like this fucking guy's in Iowa, and like this guy in California is like, come here, black people are flying here, mm-hmm. and you just got like going on that. That's it, you know. Mm-hmm. This is like fucking send a self-addressed stamped envelope, and yeah, you're into the same shit I'm into, like. Mm-hmm. And there's nowhere else to do it except for unless we do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, what a fucking community, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, pretty soon after I get, like, we're just going to do it. <laughs> like, it's so fucking ballsy. I was like, here's this guy that you met three days ago. He's coming with you. And you're like, all right, okay, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, let's see. Thomas C. Allen, I think, lived to... Um, a, a decent old age. Thomas Cox Allen. Thomas Cox Allen. That's right. T.C. Allen. Got hit by a car. Thomas Cox Allen is also one of the titles of my favorite. Oh, my God. Gay, gay pornos. <laughs> yeah, he... he uh... Thomas Cox Allen's so good. And, and it's Thomas... Cox Allen and Al- Thomas and Allen are two different guys. Yeah, yeah Thomas yeah. Cox Allen. Yeah. Oh, he, he worked for Douglas in uh, uh, out here. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then he was a lecturer and a guide at the Oklahoma Air Space Museum. And cool. uh, him and Banning were uh, honored in 1982. He was there. Holy shit. Yeah, he died in 1989 oh. on September 11th. What? Coincidence? Did uh, he ever learn how to land? Yeah, but he was circling those towers in Manhattan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. according to his own memoir. <laughs> he was like scoping them out. Yeah. yeah, twelve years early. Yeah, once once King Kong died, it was a coincidence that planes crashed into him. Oh Jesus, man, man. What that, the there's fuck a lot doing? to unpack there, racially. I know, yeah. No, I didn't mean that. Yeah, and everybody says that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Good thing it's digitally confirmed. No, because the planes forever. are flying yeah. around. This he kept is he kept the towers safe from all the planes flying around. <laughs> oh, good point. Hmm. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We were we were just talking earlier about uh, the racial the racial uh, aspects of King Kong. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've the, never. Okay, I mean, now that you mention it, yes, I see it. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, Tarantino. I've been listening to a lot of Tarantino on podcasts, and so he was talking about like uh, basically that, like you know, the like, I don't know if it's like the actor or whoever does the puppeteer or like whatever. He's like, he's like, these are not Kong's faces. Like, are are human. Cause in, yeah. in in the um, he's emoting in the in the in the posters it's all snarling. But also if you right. if you ever seen like an ape, like it's not how King Kong behaves. You know what right, I mean? Right. Wait. So what do his do Apes his faces rarely do climb like, skyscrapers? Rarely. I know, well, that's a good. But point. I don't know. But no, it's just about showing that like he's 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 always defending the white girl. She's never valuing it. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier on the island, um, they acknowledge Kong as like a a. a an intelligent being too. Uh-huh. And they have this thing where basically like once a year they sacrifice a woman to be his wife. And that woman in the beginning is a black woman and she's not scared. It's kind of seen as an honor oh, wow. to be a Kong wife. Right. And then it's only when like the white woman is like, right, know, right. That it's like a problem. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess so like, it has when, the, you, when you mention it now, I, I, I put that like, yeah, he's brought to America in chains, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has the great distinction of being sexist and racist. Yeah, it's a, so it's it's a real double feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's got some um, major Karen action. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the sequel to uh, G.I. Jane that Jada Pinkett's going to be in oh, should be called Major Karen. <laughs> major Karen? <laughs> G.I. Jane 2, Major Karen. God. What? Very nice, very nice. Well, boys, did you enjoy that tale? Yes, yes absolutely. I, and, uh, and that... Um, it's a t- tail number is the number on the oh yeah I yeah. enjoyed that number of a tail <laughs> I would say uh, fly with banding on the side of his plane too it was pretty cool because mm. you know it was just like can we see the gold book like there, are there pictures of the wings and stuff I would imagine is there a picture of the gold book and, and so it was named Miss Ames for Ames Iowa where mm-hmm. he was from that was the name, name of um a M E S. Is there a buxom lady painted painted on it or something? No, there wasn't any of that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you never know. Uh, some real frail, emaciated lady. It was the depression. It was yeah. He was, like, he was in a potato it was just, sack. It was, it was just actually a piece of bread. <laughs> actually, actually, I wonder if it's if it's on display there at the Smithsonian. I would. I it's would gotta wonder. be. Come on. I mean, I mean, but at the very least, like this, you know, America's such a disappointing place <laughs> in so many ways like the way the history uh, the way as, the, as a kid like you, the history you take in you know uh, yeah. George they're like George Washington here's, cherry here's, here's the boys hey, there they oh are. shit that's cool jumpsuits yeah yeah especially when they open it up mm. get the chest out it's you very handsome lads yeah also best Coleman just you know just this lovely lovely mm-hmm. lady and just you know Awfully cute. Uh, this is this is just uh, this is the most uh, famous picture of Banning. Um, oh man, nice. I feel like of, I've that, seen say, that. similar photo to 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 Bess Coleman's, and like you know, they got the the like the leather helmet and yeah. the aviation goggles and the uh, like the, the, the fr- shearling jacket, yeah, the, uh, the vulture jacket. But what is it like? Fucking wool, yeah, kind shearling, of? yeah. yeah. Um, and so this it, this would be on display at California Adventure. Disney's uh, California. Yes. Really? When you're in in line for the ride, oh, uh, the, oh, the the caterpillar fly over the, yeah. <laughs> the the really bad ride, but they got rid of eventually. Uh, Adventure. Let me see. Not, I mean, I remember we we did the whole thing about how California Adventure used to suck. Right, right. But the the flyover ride they have now is the 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 uh, it's not VR, but it's almost like a mm-hmm. Sim- simulation. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty great. Uh. Yeah, well, I guess, like, I mean, it, it's crazy to say, like, they are just sticking their faces out of the window of a car that is driving fat. Like, I mean, have you ever put your face out of uh, the, the plane is moving so much faster than cars were. Are you talking about why they're wearing goggles? And they're just—I mean—they're just wearing goggles. They have to. I know, but I'm, I'm just saying, like that—that—that that, that feeling. Uh, this is has got to be. This is still, exhilarating. Exhilarating. This is still there. It's uh, soaring around the world. Is the ride? Mm-hmm. That's the—that's the new one. Okay, that uh, one's—that one's quite good. A large photograph of Banning is displayed at the. Uh, that's the, why I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, I don't think I was there. Uh, flight motion simulator attraction. Um, so it's a. Uh, yeah, uh, underneath is a, a brief summary of his achievements with accomplishments as a tribute to the Wings of Fame, a hallway where guests wait during the line de- queuing the actual ride. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's where you can you can you can probably see that picture probably uh, 
for hours on end yeah, waiting yeah, in line yeah. for the ride. Yeah. See, <laughs> we read that plaque four, five, fifteen hundred times. Yeah. And then really fucking Alan living till 1989. Jesus yeah. Christ. Holy shit. Yeah, and uh, all of us never hearing of any of them. I know. <laughs> you know. Oh, and then this, we this, might have. This next guy I mean, though that yeah. is gonna explode out of this fucking thing, dude. Oh my god. Iron Man. Just the profile I'm gonna get out of this guy. I'm like, oh god, like it's, it's a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Oh, uh, okay. Touches a lot of corners. Um, and and like like the jumping off point, I guess, would be like, uh, you know, black aviation in America. Cool. But then it goes everywhere. And I'm pretty excited about it. Jesus. No. Sell the cell. Corners. Yeah. Aviation. Off all of exciting. The corners. Me, because it's a flat earth, right? Mm-hmm. Me and you got to uh, get together on our one that we're going to tackle together. Yeah. Oh, you got to do double teaming? We're mm-hmm. going to double team one. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hot. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be fucking big bonanza for you. You're just going to It's going to be explosive. Oh. oh, it'll be like a finger trap mm-hmm. of a profile. Finger yeah. cuffs. What? Yeah. And it doesn't. It doesn't have to be Chinese either. No, I, that's why I didn't say it. Thank you. You're welcome. Finger cuffs don't have to be Chinese, Matt. <laughs> yes, no. that's what I said. God, Jesus Christ. Let's get out of here before he talks about Godzilla. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, let's fuck off. I'm gonna say good night. My name is John Fahey. My name's Aaron Peter. Matt Brousseau. Good night, everybody. We love you. Podcast Network.